Hello, hello, and welcome to Shit You Wish You Learned in Grad School. I am your host, Jennifer Agee, Licensed Clinical Professional Counselor. And today we are doing a mini coaching session on right-sizing your business. This conversation was really spurred by a supervisee that I had this week who was talking about her schedule. And I asked this question, what do you want your schedule to be? Ideally, what would you want that to look like? Her response was, well, I don't mind working until six o'clock. Okay. I did not ask you what you minded. I asked you what you wanted. As therapists, we get so used to this internal belief that we have to bend ourselves like a pretzel to be able to meet what other people's want or need of us instead of asking ourselves first, what is it that I want or need? What does my phase of life require of me? What is in alignment with my values, my finances, things of that nature? So I'm going to take you through some steps to start thinking about this. One thing I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself the question, what is it that I would actually like my schedule to be? Okay, you do not have to apologize to anybody for it. You don't even have to do it. But just be honest with yourself based on your phase of life, your flow of life. Um, do you have little kids at home that need picked up from school? What's in alignment with your values of balance of life for your finances? What is it that you would like your schedule to look like? I want you to write that down. Okay, good. Now that you have that written down, is that schedule possible? the answer is going to probably be yes. So most of the times we get in our head and we think of all the reasons that something can't happen or shouldn't happen, or I'm going to lose this one client. You know what I found from being a therapist for a really long time? When you tell people your schedule, most of the time they will be able to accommodate what the new schedule is. And if they can't, it's okay to refer out. You don't owe it to anyone to continue to operate in a way that isn't good for your life. That's not good role modeling for your clients either. So ask yourself the question, what is my ideal schedule? How can I work towards making that happen? Maybe you can make it happen in a month with just letting clients know and off to the races we go. Cool. If that's not possible because the majority of your clients, let's say, are in the evening and ideally you'd prefer to be done at four, can we work towards changing our, our marketing, our psychology today profile? different things like that so that we start attracting people that can come in more during the day. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. So it might be a slower build to get there, but you can do it. But it starts with you being honest with yourself about what you want and what you need. Write down that ideal schedule. Don't apologize for it. The next thing I want you to do is I want you to write down what you like the most about your job and what you like the least about your job. What gives you energy what takes your energy. So brainstorm that out. Again, no apologizing, no compromising about it. This is just you being radically honest with yourself. Write that out. Once you have that written out, we're going to take a look at the things that you least like about your job. Are these things we can actually hire other people to do? The scarcity mentality around money often stops us from hiring people when it's actually wise to hire people to do things. So for example, one of the best things I have ever done for my practice is I hired a virtual assistant. Her name is Sue. She's amazing and I adore her. She has single-handedly helped me like my job a thousand percent more. And you know what? She doesn't get paid unless she's working. She works on a um, bill by the minute basis. 
So if I'm getting calls and she's taking the calls and, and scheduling people and doing things like that for myself or my team, I pay her. If she is not doing those things because the calls aren't coming in, there's things that she doesn't need to be doing. She does not receive income from me. She has multiple people she does this for. She has a very good business. All, all props to Sue because she's amazing. But hiring her, hiring a virtual assistant was one of the best things I did because it allowed me my evenings back. In this career, at the end of the day, we have been with people all day long. And we have been very intentional with our energy and being in that space with people all day long. And that can be exhausting. I'm an extrovert. And even I'm exhausted by that at the end of the day sometimes. Knowing that Sue is behind the scenes answering the phones helps me so much. And it also gives good consistency and growth to my business. In this career, the person who answers the phone typically gets the booking. So if you are only able to answer your phone every 50, 55 minutes, or at the end of the day, you have missed opportunity. The person that answers the phone often gets the booking. So an investment in hiring out somebody answering the phones, sending intake paperwork, following up with schedule changes or financial things, or even doing billing ends up creating greater wealth for you in the long run. It's very short-sighted to think that you're actually saving money when in fact you could be making more money if you hired some of these things out. What about your social media? Do you not really like that? Is that hard to do or you don't want to be on it? Is that on your list? Is that something that you should be hiring out or would like to hire out? If so, can you? Or can I create a group where I network with other therapists? We get together once a month and do a month's worth of social media all together. We dump it into a big file and then we share those files because none of us really like to do it, but we have to do it. How can I think creatively about meeting the needs in the category of things I don't really enjoy so that I have the energy to fully enjoy what I am doing and I am passionate about and leave space for creativity and growth. Because if your energy is going down, 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 what you're going to find is your creativity is also going to go down, 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 down with it. So have that list. What do I like most? What do I like least? Can I hire out the things that I like least? Or can I work towards hiring them out or come at them in a different way that might meet the need, but also does not require me to be in the driver's seat of that at all times? I want you to live a life of no regrets. This is your one chance on planet Earth for those who have that belief system. If not, it's your one chance in this specific body on planet Earth. Live this life with no regrets. You have been called to an honorable calling and being helpers and healers of this world. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy what you were called to do. It's okay for you to be radically honest with yourself about what that is and what that is not. For example, I have a small group practice and then I do entrepreneurial retreats. I do different retreats every year. Actually, I do three retreats a year. One is service oriented. One is growth oriented for skills. And the other one is a retreat for entrepreneurs. Okay. Those are in alignment with my three core values as a business owner. And I absolutely love it. What I do not want to do is have a large group practice. Could it create more income for me? Sure. Absolutely. People ask all the time if they can come work for me. I have a small group practice. I do not want a big group practice. I was in charge of people for 15 years, large groups, and I'm not at the phase of my life where I really want to, to be in charge of that many people on an ongoing basis. So it's okay. Even though I have a great opportunity to, to make money, I have a, a good reputation in my town and I believe I could get quality candidates that would want to come and work. 
it's not where I'm at. It's okay to say no to things if it's not the right thing for me at this right time. So being radically honest with yourself, enjoying this life to the fullest. I want you to live your best dang life. Get out there. You can do it. I believe in you. Have a good day, y'all.